Not to mention our last few sessions, I'm not even gonna count the rehearsals. And it's probably because of all this crap you keep shoving up your damn nose. Well, maybe I don't need as much rehearsal as some other folks. Neither. This can't go on. What you got to say, Blue? That's right, Otis. Whatever you say, Otis. Now, David, it's like this. Now, either you gonna straighten up, or we letting you go. around here somewhere getting high or some shit. He's dead. It's time you and me played. Fuck you, won't you play yourself? Come on, tough guy. You see what you got, huh? Huh? Come on. It's like I thought. You ain't nothing but... First basket wins, win against both. Deal? All you gotta do is score, Kyle. Is it a deal? It's a deal. Murph, I am super excited. You got David Ruffin. <laughs> I mean, Leon on the show. Hi, Leon. I'm Autumn. <laughs> Glad you're able to connect with a legend like him. Quick question before you start. Hey, Leon, how do you look so young and vibrant throughout the years? Murph, please remember to follow up with the question. <laughs> I'm not going to hold up the show any longer. Enjoy. And you are tuning in to Why Not Sports with the homie D. Murph. So why not? Why not? Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court. Why not sports? Hey. Why not sports? Yeah. Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court. Why not sports? Hey. Why not sports? D Murph. D Murph. You a fool for this one. one. (laughs) Yeah. What's going on, everybody? This the big homie D Murph with another edition, a bonus edition of Why Not Sports with yours truly. World family, friends, podcasters, for the culture, anybody that grew up in the 90s, actually and even in the 80s, this brother right here is a songwriter, an actor, a legend, and... Four movies that comes to mind. One will be Cool Runnings. Another one will be The Temptations, where he played the man David Ruffin, 
JT from the Five Heartbeats, and my personal favorite of them all, because I play sports, and it's about on and off the court, above the rim as Tommy Shepard. World, can you please give me a, a huge welcome for Mr. Leon himself? Thank you for your patience and taking time, brother, from your schedule. Hey, 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 I'm glad I could do it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So how you been, man? I know you've been busy with acting, and I know you got, you know, the baby girl and also your band, Leon and the People. So so how you been as a whole? Yeah. Um, busy. That's how I've been as a whole. I've been <laughs> traveling so much. I'm, I'm currently um, in Los Angeles. Um, last night we had the um, 25th anniversary screening by Disney of the Cool Runnings. It was fantastic. So many people there. It was, it was great. The nice. movie, I mean, the movie played it. The movies that everyone was saying, if this movie came out today, it would make two hundred million. Wow! But that's a show. Yeah. Your originality behind it. Well, it just shows a good, you know, a good story. A good story told well, man. It's like you know, it's, it's, it's timeless. Right, right, right. And I was doing so, my homework on you. You said also you want to be known for memorable work. I mean, that, attorney told me when um, when I first started my career, he said a lot of actors are going to walk across many stages, many storylines, and many screens, but very few will be remembered. He said, what you want to do is you want to do memorable work, work that, you know, lasts longer than you. Wow. And, um, yeah, I've been, I've been blessed to, to be in a few projects that, you know, that have seemed to be doing that. So I'm very grateful. So what keeps you so humble, though? Even with the success? Well, I mean, I think that one is my upbringing. You know, I was taught to be humble. Hmm. You know, and so, and then also, you know, this is a very humbling business. I mean, it's, it's no matter how many mountains you climb, no matter what status you get to, you know, there's, there's, there's a struggle there. And there's, there's dips and there's, val- and, and, and there's valleys. And, you know, and this, you know, it's, not all smooth sailing, you know. I tell I tell acting students all the time that you know don't get into this business unless it's the only thing in the world that you feel as though you were born to do. Because mm. unless you like being said no to nine out of ten times, and I say nine out of ten times because the nine out of ten times means you're successful. Right. Most people get said no ten out of ten times. Mm. Powerful. Powerful, powerful. And let's I don't know on. about you, but I, I, I don't know about you, but I'm not really feeling people saying no to me. If oh, I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, I get enough. I get enough of that. I get enough of that career-wise. But I'm just like you know, in my real life, <laughs> I'm around people that like me and like to say yes. Yes, sir. And just like right now, my internet, I was like, no, no, I'm not taking no. I'm going to get Leon on the show. Hella high water. Because I couldn't do that. <laughs> and, and I want to talk about cool runnings. So it's something that, again, I, I spoke on that a few weeks ago talking about um, there was a, a Winter Olympic for. Um, I forgot what country it was, but it was the first time that. Nigeria? Country, yeah, exactly. Nigeria. Ex- 
Yes, sir. Right. Yes, sir. Yep, yep. So we talked about that. Shout out to Big Roy, my co-host. And I was saying, man, Cool Runnings was like the pioneer or ahead of his time. And I remember you were saying, hey, we're looking for a sponsor for the first Jamaican bobsled team. I was like, wow, 20-plus years later, here we are. So, again, awesome. Yeah, awesome, yeah, yeah. Awesome. But this year we're making history again because we're sending the first female Jamaican team from, from Jamaica. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Y'all hear it on Why Not Sports. It's about on and off the court and just like my man Leon said, doing memorable work and making history. And then I have to switch over sticking on sports above the rim. I just want to take a few minutes of my time to tell you thank you for accepting that role thank you for impacting me in the 90s even as today because even in when i was growing up playing ball didn't have my father didn't have that father figure and i the vhs tape i wore out above the rim i was doing the shadow dribbling like you doing a jump shot smacking the backboard you know, and and wish I had again. You know, for the movie, but nuts. So somebody to keep pushing me, and then Dwayne Martin. Hello to Dwayne Martin, Marlon Wayans. Rest in peace to Pac, as well as the great Bernie Mac. But the impact, yeah, yeah. You again. I'll ask a question a little bit later. But you had the opportunity to pour in Dwayne's Dwayne's life in the movie. He was. He was Kyle Watson, for those look it up above the rim, for those younger listeners. But he was Kyle Watson, uh, standout athlete, had Georgetown and a lot of people looking at him. But you saw something in his jump shot when he missed that game winner. And first thing you said was something like, pop your wrist or flick your wrist. That moment. (laughs) Yes, sir. Who did you say, spread the fingers? Yeah. See, y'all heard it from the man. Spread your fingers. And that carried him not only through his season, but going into uh, Georgetown, hitting that game-winning shot with the legendary coach, John Thompson. So, accepting that role, what, what, is it, what was it about that role that you decided to say yes to and really do a great job in it? Well, a little bit of history here with that role um, – you know, they um, they called me in for a meeting, and we met. And um, you know, like a lot of um, <laughs> times, uh, I go in for meetings. You know, the people are interested in me, but I um, they perceive me or I look too young for my role, mm-hmm. <laughs> and which happens, you know, more than I'd like. So, um, <laughs> but um, you know, he knew that I could pull the role off and give it time, I, I could definitely, you know, you know, morph myself into anything I needed to. Now, I wasn't the first person they offered that role to. Mm. I was the second person. Wow. They had offered it to my friend. They had offered it to my friend, Denzel. From, okay, and Denzel Washington. Luckily, yes. Okay. And luckily, um, you know, he didn't take it. And so... You got Leon. Leon! Hey, I love it. I love it. I love it. So, again, man, thank you so much for accepting it. And I have just a few more questions for you. So, for each film, do you prepare the same 
Well, what is your preparation? Do you have a routine? How does that normally work for you when you enter your role? Well, it's, it's different, you know. It's um, you know, it's a different process, different roles, different storylines. It matters, it matters how much time you have to prepare, or you know, if you have time to prepare at all, whether it's a rehearsal period, um, how much of a dialogue you get to have with your, you know, the filmmaker. Um, there's a lot of different things. You know, someone just asked me um, in a previous interview that I did today, you know, as my preparation changed now than when I was younger. Mm. And I said, um, yeah, it, um, it has, but only because life has. Right. You know, I mean, one, people don't take the time to prepare before they go in and do movies. And when I say, and I say that, I mean the production as a whole. Gotcha. You know, going through long rehearsal periods like we went through with the five heartbeats and the temptations and um, so you don't have that. And then also you have real life. When right. you're young, you know, and acting like myself, I like to just throw myself into my role. I don't really want to call me anything but my character name. And I just become that person. Right. You know, and that's easy to do when you're young. Yes, sir. You don't have a lot of responsibilities, whatever. When you get to be older, you have things like businesses, children, family, you know. Right. <laughs> you just can't become another person for a couple months they're like whoa, whoa whoa hold on a second now right <laughs> who's paying the bills where's daddy what's happening right 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 <laughs> <You know? Facts. laughs> that's real talk <laughs> you know i mean you can you can ask you can ask cynthia Bailey. i mean you know with, hi miss cynthia we, we got together we got yeah. together ask her she had to call me david every day <laughs> why did answer Man, and, I, and and that's good, man, that you guys still able to have that positive relationship. But I was going to ask you, what does your daughter, do she do she really appreciate you for your talents or she just see you as dad or pops? Yeah, you know, I, I think she just sees me as dad or pops. You know, I just think that, you know, she grew up with it being that way. Gotcha. You know, it's like, it's like, it's, you know, it wasn't like she got to be a point where she could appreciate art or acting and then started seeing her dad do it. It's like, it's just always been that way. Right. You know, she's sitting in a, she's sitting in a fifth grade class and the teacher said, today we're going to watch a movie and we're going to discuss the messages in the movie as your, as your lesson. <laughs> Lights go off. Cool runners come on. <laughs> <laughs> because everybody goes to look at her. Right. And she's like... <laughs> But she's like, you know, that's her, that's been her life since she's grown up. Wow. So it wasn't like she really had, you know, could like start appreciating Mars. She's just like, she just always had to listen to people say, oh, your dad this, oh, your dad this, or that, that. She's like, my dad. Right. You know, right. <laughs> you know that's, I don't know what he is to you, but he's my dad. Good, good. And then, yeah, like, like you say, you with know, her mom. Characters are cool, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, 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 and, and just even like you said with with her mother, Miss Cynthia Bailey, same thing. So I guess she got it. She got it. She got. She got an honest best of both worlds in that aspect. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, she's um, you know, even her mom, as she grew up, you know, being you know, somebody on this reality show. But before, you know, she before that, her mom was a very big model. Yeah, so she, she's the model. She yes, sir. She's seen pictures. She's seen pictures of it and all that stuff, but she wasn't there when it was happening. Mm-hmm. You know, right, right, right. Oh well, man, kudos to you with that. And it's something else too, because I know you talked about like your your song 
uh, one of the songs is Love is Beautiful. So how much love for what you do and your faith help you as an actor, as a father, and things you do on your everyday life? Well, it's tremendous. You know, I think that, you know, so much of our happiness is tied to what we have to do on a daily basis, what we have to pursue, you know, our careers, what, what fulfills us. And so if you're doing something that you love, you know, on a day-to-day basis, for that fact alone, you should be happy. Right, right. You know, I think most people are sitting behind a desk, working on a, a construction site or doing something, you know, that maybe they don't necessarily want to be doing Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And that's no why I'm pushing the brand. No matter how much it's paying them. I mean, right. these stories all the time where big executives or big stockbrokers walk away from their very high-paying jobs to go pursue the thing that they really love. Mm. Powerful. 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 And thank you for that encouragement. I don't get paid for this, but if I can stop right now and just do it for the rest of my life, I can actually be fulfilled. But I have to pay the bills, so I still got to work. But... <laughs> Of course, of course, of course, of course. But 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 thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I had one question from the lady that did the skit at the beginning of the show, Miss Autumn Woodland. She's a big supporter of Why Not Sports and a huge fan of yours. She asked me to ask you, how are you able to look so young and vibrant, even to this day? You said it. Did she say? Did she say young and right? Vibrant. Oh, vibrant! Yes, they say young and right. Oh yeah, that right. must, okay. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, vibrant. Yes, sir. Um, you know, I, I can, you know, one. I have to say it's, you know, I can't take too much credit for the way I look. I, my genes that comes from my parents. And my gotcha. family. Okay. Um, but um, you know, I'm consistent in the things that I've done. I've always been athletic. I've always tried to, you know, take care of myself for the main, for the most part. Um, it has been a bit, you know, it has been a bit crazy in the sense that, you know, like I was telling you earlier, a lot of times, you know, I can't, I can't even play near my age. Right. No one believes I am that age. And, right. And no one then, and, and then even, the, and then, you know, people always talk about how is it that you still look or how is it that my co-stars from movies years ago, you know, you know, look a whole bunch older than I do. It's like that. I don't, you know, I don't really know. I mean, right. uh, all I can say is I stay consistent um, with the things that I do. Um, I think as far as, you know, I think lots of times, you know, people's age has a lot to do with their um, their style. Gotcha. And how they present themselves to the world. And so lots of times I always say that um, you always can tell what era a guy is from because um, a guy usually has his last hairstyle at a certain age. <laughs> You know, like it's funny, like it's funny because the kids are rocking flat tops now, but then you get some brothers that have been rocking flat tops for 40 years. Exactly. Because they ain't never stopped that style. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. <laughs> and it's like, but I think, and, but yet also wearing the same clothes and everything else. But I think one of the things you have to do, and this especially in my business, is you need to stay current. Gotcha. You know, and, I, and I've always, I've always been, I grew up in the fashion world, so I've always been on the fashion tip. So how I present myself to the world has always been pretty much in a current fashion. I've never, you know, stayed the same, you know, and, and it's easy to see someone look old because, yeah, he looks old because you know why he looks old? Because he's wearing the same thing he wore 20 years ago, mm. okay, in the same hairstyle, except the face is changing. 
That's yes, why sir. he looks old. Yes, sir. <laughs> good. That's some good tips, man. Good. You tips. know, yeah. I mean, I think. I mean, I think. That, I think so many times, you know, we just we just need to look at the world around us and stay current. You know, just the way we did in our twenties, just the way we did in our thirties, the way we do in our forties. You don't abandon it. Yes, sir. You know, you see, unless all of a sudden you just can't. Right. You know, or you don't care. Right. You know, I still, I still care. I still care how you know people see me and how I want to be presented to the world. Yes, sir. And I'm taking notes. You best believe that. Thank you again. I'm in listeners world family. I'm with the man himself. And I, I, I got one last question for you. So I know you big on sports. I'm surprised you're not a sports analyst anywhere, but you posted on Instagram. Well, you know, you know so it's, funny, it's funny that you say that because a lot of times I'll, I'll go on CNN and do some ESPN things like that. It's actually something I've really thought about a lot because mm. I do know a lot about sports. I noticed and, that. Um, I, thought about, <laughs> I thought about doing something, but I just, it was, I, I, as you know, I do so many things already. Yes, you do. You know, I always wanted to maybe... Maybe I, maybe I could find time to do a weekly show or something like that. But, you know. Well, if you have any questions, you know how to get on iHeart or Spotify. I can give you some tips if you don't, you know, if, if you need some assistance. I can at least do that much. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I appreciate that. I really do. Yes, sir. And I'll be in L.A. for All-Star Weekend for the festivities. So if you're around, it would oh, be okay. nice to link up with you in person as well. I'll be out there from uh, that I Friday. Think, I, think plan, I think I'm planning on going back to New York that weekend. Oh, okay. But, um. Um, but if, but if, um, well, but depending on when you get in, because I probably don't, I'm not gonna leave until that Friday, late or Saturday. So okay, okay, okay. Well, I'll definitely, yeah. I'll see just you my itinerary. Just, just, just get in touch with Bree. She know, um, she knows where I'm at. Thank you, Miss Bree Coleman, for her support as well. That's one of Leon's people that just work hard for him and looked out for me. So. The rookie of the year you had posted on Instagram. I wanted to get your take on it. That'll be the last question I have. So you got Dennis Smith Jr. from Dallas, Ben Simmons from Philly, Donovan Mitchell from Utah, Jason Tatum from the Celtics, Guzma from L.A., and then the big man from the Bulls. And then you didn't have uh, Mr. Lonzo Ball. So (laughs) – who is your rookie of the year, and what are your thoughts on Mr. Lonzo? Well, first, let's take Lonzo. Well, I mean, look, the jury's still out on Lonzo, but I mean, his numbers aren't really bad. Okay. You know, it's like 13, 6, and 8. I yes, mean, sir. That's it. for a rookie, that's, you know, that's good. You know, um, and, I mean, I think if his shot wasn't so bad, right. we actually would be talking about him, you know, really fulfilling what he needs to do. Yes, sir. But obviously, he's not there, and, and but more importantly, He's not even the best rookie on his team. So <laughs> that facts, yes, sir. That's just facts. Yes, sir. Okay, so so um, as far as rookie, yeah, you know, I mean, let's face it. I think you know, so one of the players has more of a jump than the other players, and as far as maturity is concerned, yes, sir, because he's actually like, he's, he's a red shirt rookie, Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons. Yes, sir. Yep. yep. I mean, he was the number one pick the year previously. Yes, sir. But it's the first year he's playing. Right. Um. I, I feel, I mean, I feel a lot of these other rookies are very explosive. They're showing a lot of talent. But Ben's maturity on the court and the things that he does um, at this point, um, I mean, I think it gives him a little head and shoulders above the others. Yes, sir. His basketball mind and his maturity, because... The thing is with these other players, like Ben is not even a shooter. Right, he's but straight up slasher. The one thing he can do, one thing he can do, 
that none of these other rookies can do, mm-hmm. he can take over in a tie game. Yes, sir. I agree. He can <laughs> yep. play He can made. take over the tie game through his ability to distribute the ball, yep, see exactly. the court, you know, t- you know, penetrate, get in the lane, dunk on you. You know, I mean, if if, if he ever develops a shot. Because <laughs> well, he got he got hey, he's a, he's a point guard. Yeah. He's he a is. tall point guard. And then he got who Joel Embiid. The has maturity. Yes, sir. And then Embiid helps a lot too. Well, yeah, but see, the thing is, you, your development can only be as good as the team you're on. Yes, sir. Usually, the Rookie of the Year MVP always comes from one of the best teams. Yes, sir. Because it's a team sport. Yes, sir. And people have to always realize it's a team sport. So unless you have teammates, good teammates, you're not going to win any awards. Yes, sir. That's real. <laughs> That's real. I mean, it, I mean, the biggest boost. James Harden has to be an MVP this year. CP3. Is because he got Chris Paul on his team. <laughs> CP3, yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, he allows him to have a type of team where an MVP should be coming from. Yes, sir. I hear you. I hear you over there, Leon. Hey, I'm with you, brother. Shout out to Houston and, and the fear of the beard. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, man. Leon. So I'm not, and I'm not saying Harden's, Harden's going to win. I'm saying, but he's definitely one of the top two candidates at the moment. Who who the second candidate? But a lot of that, but, but a lot of that has to do with his um his team success. I, I agree. I agree. I agree. And who would you say is uh, close to him in the MVP race uh, right at All Star? Well, you know, well, to be perfectly honest with you, the best player, all around player in the league this year, with the with the exception of his team just having a terrible. <laughs> Kitty has been LeBron. LeBron is playing one of the best seasons of his life. Yes, sir. Yeah. Can't argue that. And, yeah, I mean, it just, you know, he, he just got the situation with a team that wasn't working for him. So now, if they can deal with this, all these new guys, he's got to be, I mean, it, they got to be the top two candidates as far as I'm concerned. Yes, sir. And LeBron been in that argument for the past, what, seven years? <laughs> well, LeBron's going to be in no, LeBron, every year LeBron, you know, doesn't get MVP. People can say he could have won it. That's right. like Mike. Oh yeah. You know, Mike could have won. Mike could have won every year. They ain't gonna give it to him every year. Right. Right. You know. Right. And then somebody, and or that someone's gonna do something extraordinary. You know, like Russell did last year. Right. But you gotta look at Hart. Hart right. has been knocking on the door Woo. for the last two years. Yes, sir. Yep. I mean, he didn't come in number two for the last two years. Yes, sir. You know, so, I mean. So it's, there's no surprise that he, you know, he'd be a, you know, the top candidate at the moment, especially the way he's playing and the way that team is playing. Yes, sir. That's real. But then again, you got then again, you know, it's like, who's been the best player the last month in the NBA? Oh, mm. uh, I mean, Giannis, in my opinion, or Giannis, as I like to say on the show. <laughs> right. Um. Yeah, I think, man. Well, uh, the best, the, the play of the month has been Stephen Curry. Think Curry, so? the last month. Yeah, okay. no, no. I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about February. I'm talking about January. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Gotcha. He 35 a game and, and, gotcha. and, and, and eight times. I mean, he was killing it. Yeah. Did you see that game with him and Kyrie Irving? Oh, absolutely. Uh, what That's Saturday that night. Yeah. That's the instant classic. But he's been doing that all month. Yes, sir. Because the one thing about him, people don't realize, man, it's like Durant 
is an unbelievable talent. Yes, okay? sir. And and people say he's the second best player in the league and all that stuff, but on ability, without a doubt. Yes, but sir. the MVP of the Warriors is Stephen Curry. Mm. Yes, no sir. question. Yes, sir. Y'all heard from Leon. Because watch what, he, watch what he does, what he needs to do. The way he took his game back to fit Durant in was amazing for the team. Yes, sir. When Durant goes out, remember, remember towards the end of the season this last year, they were 34 and 1. Yep. They Durant yep. missed 17 of them games. Mm. Yep. Right. Curry was averaging 35 points plus. He does what he needs to do. If he needs to go up and get 40, he does it. But if he needs to hold back to get his teammates in, he, he does it. Right. He basically is pulling all the strings on that team. Right. Right. A humble, a humble leader, a servant leader at that. Not only is it about you, well, it's, even, it's about your team. It's not even, it's not even about being about humble or anything. It's about being smart. Mm. That's smart. Yeah. That's how you get it done. Man. Copy that. I love it, man. Leon, man, I thank you. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make it a point to stay in contact with you. I really will, cause I I can see us talking more. I got other questions, but you know what? We are gonna say that for the next show, cause I want to see who your MVP yeah. is and not other stuff. But but thank you, and and, and world, I want y'all to. And know I want to thank I want I want I want to thank you very much oh, for man. something as well. Okay. Thank you very much for not asking me about my Knicks, because I didn't feel like crying this morning. <laughs> yeah, cause uh, yeah, you're right. I, I, yes, sir. Because I was going to say, I was going to say something, cause, yes, sir. But no, again, we're going to say thank that for you, the next you, show. Yes, sir. We, we, we don't really need to say nothing about them right now. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. But anytime, man. I, I, and I show respect to my guests so I, I can have them come back in the near future. So it's always the best foot forward, right? <laughs> yes, yes. You don't yes, want to run your guests away. Like, man, Murph and talked about them damn yeah. Knicks, man. I don't know if I can rock with that dude again. But, but, but world. <sighs> Yeah, y'all heard my guy Leon. He he he's uh, humble. He knows his sports. Be on the lookout for him doing some type of weekly sports segment. I I can see it. I can see us doing some other things. But thank you for the gems. Whether what you portray on the film, the industry, or even right now talking to me and my listeners. If you have um, just any last thing you want to tell everybody before we wrap it up, man, you definitely have the floor. No, just, you know, keep looking out um, for um, me and, and all my different avenues. Um, the new um, limited series coming out on UMC this summer that was shot in Ghana called 40 and Single. Okay. Um, and and, um, and, I, and my, my band's album, Leon and Peoples on Spectre Records, coming out also this summer. The lead-off single is a single that everyone's going crazy over. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to love it, too. Okay. Sometimes I wish I was single. Mm-hmm. Okay. Copy that. I'll be on the lookout for it, big brother. I definitely will. I definitely will. Well, world, I'm out. I got things to do just like my man Leon. You can find the show on all all platforms, including Our Heart Radio and Spotify. Man, dope bonus episode. Until next time and until next week, and I'm saluting. Keep grinding. Keep the faith. Where did the time go? This show went fast. Leon knows his sports. D-Murph, congrats on this episode. One of your best.
Leon has done a lot for our culture, and listening to these clips brought back memories. Murph, thank you for showcasing some of his work. And special thanks to you, Leon, for answering my question. <laughs> I don't know about y'all, but I'm about to watch Above the Rim. Mm, maybe the five heartbeats. Forget that, the temptations. But whichever movie I decide, <laughs> keep grinding, keep the faith. Keep on